back, everybody, to This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me, as he always is, it's the Whiskey Mutant himself, Eric. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I don't know. All right. Fair enough. You're just trying something new? Yeah. Always. (laughs) Trying to... Keep it, keep them, keep them guessing. Keep, keep it fresh. Guessing. Keep it snapping. Keep going. Go. We got to just go. go. You know, we go. were busy people. We got a lot of things we got to get to. This right, is a go. huge episode. We Route have to the so review. Let's do it. Whoa. <laughs> Too fast. <laughs> Too fast. Sorry. I could. I I'm got. Excited. I got whiplash. I'm excited. I um, am very, very excited for this episode. This is kicking off Bourbon Heritage Month as really? well. Um. So what month is that? September. Oh yeah. The it month is. that we're in. I keep forgetting it's not August anymore. <laughs> yeah, big-ass August is over. Sexy September, baby. Here we go. Yeah, Bourbon Heritage Month, we have so much stuff that we are you getting to. You moved into my basement. You brought boxes and everything. You I'm look like you just sorry. moved in. I didn't say it was a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> it's just kind of the tone. More I thought than I was getting a brother. Oh. <laughs> we're already brothers. True. We just don't live in the same house anymore. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> if your mom. No, I don't <laughs> want to go through this again. <laughs> Eric gave me a very weird um, hypothetical on the, the pregame chats. And uh, I got a little heated <laughs> during it. So I uh, make it simple. Yeah. No, you got to go check it out, though. You can do so by heading over to patreon.com and at the $5 tier, all of the bonus content that we put out is over there. Uh, Not only is there bonus stuff, in addition to the main episode, you get early access to episodes, uh, uncut stuff. Mm -hmm. Lots of, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's a fun time. I enjoy it. Um, How about you? I do. (laughs) Uncut. Now that you're making the content yeah how have you felt about the content that's on there i love it do you, do you think it's improved in quality heck yeah suck it swan i mean what i mean yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it better have yeah i'm still here it, i would hope that you would just kick me out if it wasn't any good if i was doing a okay let me i'm ask you too non-confrontational question. to do that right, anyway let's, let me ask you a question all right if your mom no <laughs> said Eric is doing <laughs> a horrible to, job, has to leave the podcast or you He's, can never come over here again. Eric's doing a horrible job. You've got to kick him out, or I will do something. I will turn some do something, and you can't have the podcast anymore. What would you do? I th- think I could probably just start another podcast no, under a different name, and she, she has wouldn't like know the power. about it. To like just stop it all. Would you would you kick me out? No. Okay. Why would I kick you out? We couldn't do a podcast. Ever I have, again. I'll do a podcast. No, you can't do it. I can't podcast. do any podcast. No, she controls. I can't pivot to like a nerd podcast. Queen. Podcast czar. Yeah. <laughs> you know how there's like an alcohol czar for the government? There's a podcast czar. I would or not two. let you do that. I would I would remove myself. And I would go to podcast school. And I would get better, and I would come back, would come and I would submit my resume, and I would try out again. You would want to you your your would, dream in life is to be I would not the let, best podcaster in the world. I would not let you not podcast. Well, I appreciate that. 
applaud. Uh, and by the way, for anybody watching the video version, uh, Liquid Death is not a sponsor. Uh, we should have put tape over it. <laughs> so We're just hoping see. that one day they will. Someday. I really want Liquid Death to sponsor the show. Um, we probably should not dilly-dally too much longer. Oh, yeah, we got to get to this. we got a lot of stuff we got to get to. Um, do we have Flying Blind or Sips and Snacks this week? You do. You said I have Flying Blind. Did I really? <laughs> when did I say that? Let's go to the cameras. Right there. Oh, I did say I've got Flying Blind for right this week. Before that funny Biden a, uh, thing. I can fly and blind you really fast what right now. What was it? I don't even remember what it was. It's really blind, man. I'm really sorry. I got it. Oh boy, I'm excited. I really am. I didn't mean for that to sound sarcastic. All right. It's in a sample. You can't see it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a teeny tiny boy. Well, you know, we got a lot to do. Yeah. What do you think? Smells good, right? Cooking spices? All the spices. It's really like, and I know it's, you know, for savages, but it kind of smells like oregano. Oregano. It kind of does. It smells, it smells like a big kitchen just being cooked in. There's yeah. some savory and they're sweet. Huh? Huh? Whoa, it's weird. Oh, that's weird. It's like, it's got the alcohol sting of like old mouthwash. You know what I mean? I think it's good. It's weird. I mean, it's not bad. It's just strange. I was trying to I was trying to get something out. <laughs> Rapid fire. Give me all the guesses, Matt Madness style. What state? Uh Indiana. Distillery. MGP? <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um proof. One fifteen point seven. Age. Four and a half. Um ingredients. It's a rye. So mainly rye. You pretty much got all that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, since we're doing uh, a lot of stuff from Four Roses today, this is a Four Roses single barrel Lincoln Road 2017. Whoa! OESO nine year. And it is a hundred, um, 110, 111 proof. Well, you pretty much sucked on all of that. So cool. I'm doesn't uh doesn't like uh didn't like Dixon and them pick all these Lincoln Road ones too. All right, let's call him up. No, I don't want to tell him what you thought of his mouth. I don't want to. I don't want to bother him. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I know. I said, but you called it mouthwash. I said it had the burn. I said it uh, could have had. The burn. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Tell them what we're doing. Let's go. Yeah, so this is a huge episode. 
by the way. I know we keep saying that. Um, last week, <clears throat> I said that I was able to pick a box of the 10 recipe tasting kit uh, from Four Roses Up. And, uh, well, you actually picked it up. Yeah, shout out to them for, for not even checking anything and just handing <laughs> it to me. Yes, he just gave them a name. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, before we review the new big Four Roses release, we are going to taste through all 10 recipes from Four Roses. Uh, here's the way I think we should do this. Yeah, tell me. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out all day, what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, for the love of God, clue me into something. Um, <laughs> I think per uh, yeast strain, we'll go with each of those. Okay. So like each V, the each F, F, each yeah. O, each... Yeah. Got it. So uh, we'll just go left to right, I suppose. This is crazy. It's so cool, man. And the the funny thing is, too, when when we first saw this TTB label get approved, I was like, there's no way we're ever going to be able to taste these. <laughs> the fact that it's and all here we in are. there. The yeah. only time people get to do that is if they do like a charity bottle or something, and yeah. then they'll let them pick through them all. But So we're going to do little bits of all yeah. these. And they're not... Are they all the same proof? Yes, they are all 108 proof. 104. Um, 104, sorry. Uh, all of them come in these little 50 mil sample bottles. I did not realize this, too. They actually have numbered them for which mash bill it is, or which recipe it is. Like, look on the, on the front. So OES, OESV is recipe six. Oh, BSV is recipe I just figured one. it was all like just just the recipes they have. Yeah. I didn't realize that they numbered them through. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't understand what we're talking about here, too, yeah, there are quick rundown. 10 individual recipes at Four Roses. Um, they used to be the only distillery to do that, but a little orange label company um, was sourcing from them, and they liked their business model enough that they decided to do it themselves. So, bada bing, bada boom. Um, there are two mash bills. One is low rye, one is high rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But each of the mash bills, or each of the recipes, uses a different yeast strain. Um, so, there's one that's, like, fruity. There's one that's supposed to be more spicy, more floral. Um, so, you're, you get a 10 distinct experiences yes. uh, throughout this. So... So the um, B, B mash bill is 60% corn, 35% rye, and 5% malted barley. The E mash bill is 75% corn, 20% rye, 5% malted barley. Still a pretty high rye mash bill. Yes. So yeah. the higher rye is the B, and the lower rye yeah. is the E. So before we get into this, um, what before today has consistently been your favorite Four Roses recipe. O-E-S-O. Mine is O-B-S-O. Yes, I, I love O-E-S-O. It is, um, uh, the yeast strain is obviously O, and it's the low rye. Do you want to start with the, our just, favorites then? 
Um, or do you want to go left to right? <clears throat> Honestly, let's go right to left. Okay. Because then we hit our favorites in the middle, and <clears throat> OBSV is the most popular because any... It like is the off, most common, yeah. On the shelf, single barrel, four roses you see, like the 100 proof one, is always OBSV, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's start with this side and work our way up. Okay, cool. While we are pouring these up and getting them ready, why don't we tell you all what we've been drinking recently, too? Um, also, let's figure this out. Consistently, I say we do... B and E. I was going to do E and B. I was going to go like alphabetical order, B and E. Okay, that's fine. Um, what have I been drinking? Yeah. Um, I, I actually received a bottle um, as a gift uh, from work and um they gave me the bardstown bourbon company the bottled and bond weeded bourbon yeah and i have not opened that bottle because i still have the bottle that we reviewed Mm -hmm. so i went back to it so good (laughs) i was not reaching for that bottle enough because i didn't want to have to buy another one because it's just good and now now i have another one so i was like yeah big pour um, I also had, uh, I've been on a weeded kick. Um, I did Surprise. 107, Weller 107, which I love, um, with a, um, the hot honey, hot pepper, honey, pimento cheese sandwich from Chick-fil-A. You can see that on my Instagram. And so I did that and then I finished off, I drank like one time this week and, um, finished it off with the wilderness trail eight year. Uh, by the time this video, excuse me, episode comes out, that video will finally be out. I'm sorry it's taken me a long time to get it edited and everything, but, uh, very, very positive review Mm -hmm. for sure, Mm -hmm. uh, of an incredible bourbon. So be on the lookout for that if you haven't seen it already. I got to try something today. Well, you said, have you looked at our discord? And I said, I have not. So this is a complete surprise to me. I got to try the cellar aged. You know, I stopped at Ernie's to see if they got any. They only got two. And they're already gone. They were gone at 7 a.m. They only got two. It hurts. I know. It hurts. I know. Um... I I had this like where did you try this at? Well, let me let me back up a little back bit and tell up. tell some of the story because it, I <clears throat> felt a disturbance in the forest. in the forest yesterday. I was like, I think one of the stores near me is going to have it. Just where had that you, had were that you feeling. at in between house or new house? In between house. Okay. So I went to the liquor store that I had the, the the highest inkling that it would be at. I walk right in, looking through their allocated stuff. Guy behind the counter goes, you looking for anything in particular? And I go, I'm looking for that guy. 
And sure enough, sitting right there was the cellar aged. Oh, is this the one that costs a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, six hundred dollars for a bottle. <laughs> what? It's one fifty. Oh, it's one seventy-five, one eighty, something like that. Yeah. He goes, I could get, it, I could sell it to you for five fifty. You say two hundred, and you got a deal. <laughs> He's like, nope. Uh, I said no, and I left. Did you hold it? Yes. Feel good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a girthy boy. Yeah. I was not excited to have to put it back down. Okay. Um, so instead I went to a store across the street, looked at what they had and saw that they had Jack Daniels barrel proof on the counter, looked at the date on it and it was the date of my birthday. So, and this year, this year's birthday, yeah. 30th birthday. Yeah. So I grabbed a bottle. I was like, I've got to, what's the I've proof on that, that one? 129, I think. It's different. Those yep. are. It's definitely different from the one because you picked up one at Ernie's today. Yeah. Too. That was also a thirtieth birthday bottle. Um. But yeah, so I started messaging a couple of people, being like, "Have you seen it anywhere? Do you know if anybody's got the seller age?" And he was like, "Well, a couple of them went up on on our page, and um, still like a hundred over, yeah, MSRP." And I was like, "I just can't." <laughs> I can't just drop $300 on a bottle right now. Um, and I had to go pick up some stuff from him. <clears throat> we met at Liquorborn. And he goes, you know, they've got a bottle open in there. If you want to go try it. On the tasting thing? On the tasting uh, bar. bar. And so, yeah, I went in and uh, paid $15 for a pour of <laughs> Maker's Mark Cellar Aged. Uh, it was a good pour, too. I mean, it was it was probably two ounces, at least an ounce and a half. So? I need a bottle. <laughs> so after having it, what's your max price? Say you, somebody has... To, uh, probably $250. $250? Um, and I mean, that's essential. So ideally, I think it should have been about 150 125 150 It is the most expensive Maker's Mark product ever. Ever. Yeah, I want some. I want to um, liquor bar. But it is also the best Maker's Mark I've ever had. Oh, God damn it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much until we get a bottle to review yeah. or a sample or something. But I... I you know, like we kind of been talking about like this burnout that we've been having yeah. recently. And I've kind of been feeling that and kind of just falling out of love with it a little bit. Not to the point where like I'm going to stop doing the podcast or anything, but just, I'm you know. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Um, anyway. <laughs> it it's uh, it kind of brought me back to life. <laughs> it gave me, gave me energy again. Um, oh, now I need some. But yeah, if if you all have a lead out there or a bottle um, that you're looking to get rid of or I don't know something, please let us know. <laughs> we got two thirsty boys over here. Uh huh. Paid a spade. I had it. I made it. That's why it tastes so good. I made it. They didn't give give me credit because they kicked me out. Okay. Bye, buddy. Wait, go wait in the car, please. I am. It's hot. Bro. 
didn't roll the windows down, Perry. <laughs> Pete Samuels, everybody. All right. <clears throat> Enough about Maker's Mark. <laughs> we got stuff to do. The roses. Ten of them. Yeah. Couldn't have come up with like two more re- recipes to make it a dozen. Right. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so I was thinking we go low rye, high rye. Low rye. So we'll start with the OESF on this one. Now, this is the first time that I've ever tried all 10 of them. Like, I don't think that I've ever had all of them before. I don't know. I may have, but I've it's I've not had them all separately at the same time to where I can, like... Pick one out. Yeah, because it's yep. like you get one, you put it up, you open it up every once in a while, whatever. You're not like... I don't, I've never brought every bottle of Four Roses down and been like, I'm going through them all today. <laughs> April comes downstairs, <laughs> and you're out. sitting on the floor with them all around you like a kid with his action figures. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. O-E-S-F. This is supposed to be the light oak and mint tasting note. Now, I will say, it does taste very light. Mm. Now, these aren't at barrel strength, of course, but... Yeah, they're all at 104 proof. Yeah. I don't know why. Isn't that what the proof of the um Is that small batch select? select? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I forgot. I don't know why they chose that, but Yeah, it definitely does have a It's a lot vanilla to me. <sighs> yeah, it's it it's got this like kind of watered down quality to it. Yeah. Oddly enough. Um but there's a big like spice punch right in the middle of it. It's all it's like vanilla extract smelling and yeah. Tastes very vanilla, just a lot vanilla. Mm. Good, definitely not my favorite so far. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, there's a little bit of pepper too. Ooh, the nose on the um, the bee is very so much better. <laughs> very uh, bright. Uh, tasting notes for this one are delicate rye and mint. See that this one tastes more bold to me. Tastes or smells? I mean, smells. Smells more bold. Yeah. That's almost Ooh. like a um, like a cherry. Almost a cherry cola on that. That just reminds me. So that's like more quintessential four roses. I feel like. Yeah. Very. That's kind of floral. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. B. B is the winner. B on this one. here. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll go through and see what our favorites are. Now mixed yeah. come together. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Two F's. Mm, Do not make it right. No. No, sir. I don't like that. And yes. Why did that get so weird? The reason we're not mixing them all is because we're going to save this and Perry might do a live stream where we might do a live stream or something and then we can blend more, but we're trying to save them. Yeah. And and we're not, we're drinking like quarter ounce samples of each of these. We want these to last. We could do a lot of damage with these. Mm -hmm. We could get in a lot of trouble. 
So there's 10 bottles. Each of them are 50 mil. That's still 500 milliliters of bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. All right. The Q, rye and lightly floral. That's the B. The E is delicate grains and lightly floral. Ooh. The nose on the E. That's a nice nose. Oh, it smells like potpourri. Yeah. It's it, a, it, it's it definitely smells floral. like your, your grandmother's bathroom. Yeah, that's right. Well, I like it. Because that's what my bathroom smelled like the whole time I grew up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tastes like it, too. It's very perfumey. It's extremely perfumey. Lightly floral. That's heavy floral to me. <laughs> A lot of floral. Ooh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> it is amazing what 15% more rye mm. will do to a recipe. I mean, it, it just immediately becomes this big, punchy, intense it's, nose. And it makes sense when you think about it because, like, we like that rye spice in, like, a bourbon. And, like, you know, when you got a little bit more corn, you're going to get more sweetness and yeah. stuff like that. And, yeah, to knock off a little bit of that floral sweetness and add a little bit of punch is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Now that is more of a bourbon potpourri. Like it's if there was a bourbon potpourri, that's what it would be. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Oh, that is so good. It's all on the finish. That's a big finish. It took a long time to really get to the finish. It was very just kind of vanilla. And I mean that in like the tasting note, not in the derogatory yeah. way that people say it. It was just very vanilla up front and once it got to the finish and it flipped a switch very quickly too um it it just immediately becomes this flavor bomb b wins again he easily wins mixed together it's about one drop each mixed together <laughs> actually i like i don't mind that one mixed together the other one i did not like i don't mind the uh cues that's pretty good Mm. The cues aren't bad. That's not bad at all. I'd drink that all day. Twice have they ever done? I'm sure they have. It's some special group, probably charity, but where they've let them blend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Chad and Sarah actually have gone to that before. And it was with Brent Elliott. And well, I know they did the thing where they made their own like blend and they judged it. But I'm talking about like a a group or a store come in and they picked and they're like, you know what? We actually want mm. these two together. That I do not know. That would be cool. I would be as interested, if not more, <laughs> in being able to do that than just a pick. Yeah. I'm so sad too. The the one four roses pick that I ever went on. It was with uh, OBC. We picked two or three barrels. I can't remember for sure. I think OBSO was in the yeah. the lineup too, which is what we're about to move on to. The uh, our favorites, the O recipes. 
Um, you... unfortunately, Al Young was not there. Mm. Uh, I was I was quite bummed about that. I remember. I remember the first. I don't know the twenty first night of September. Yeah. I do too, actually, for a very funny reason about somebody we were just talking about. Um, No, I remember, I don't remember the recipe, and I don't even know which one it was, but I remember one of the first times I got, I actually purchased a Four Roses single barrel barrel strength. And I just remember how... Like I just was, I did kind of did that thing where like, you know, you have something so good and you just sit it down and you just go, yeah, (laughs) because everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. But it's like, (laughs) we have that moment all the time with the show, (laughs) but, uh, but it's like kind of early on and you know, I didn't know that it was, I was thinking like, it's going to be four roses. I'd had the, like the hundred proof one. And it's just such a big difference when you get that. That shiny gold label and that barrel strength. It really on it. is. It really I, is. I will never forget that. I wish I remembered which one it was. I I may I probably got rid of it. I mean, that was probably 2017. Well, 18. for for anybody who doesn't know this story or, you know, has heard it before and has forgotten it, my first ever four rows of single barrel barrel strength was at OBC. Yeah. And it was OBSO. And I, I mean, nothing else could could have compared to it yeah. afterwards. And I, uh, I was so in love. I, I, I tried that and Henry McKenna tenure <laughs> for the first time oh, that night. Brain just life, exploded. Life changing, life changing, and to the point where I, I think like within the next week, I, I went to the big liquor barn over in Hamburg. Uh, where I was today, actually tasting the Maker's uh, Cellar Age, and it was the first, <laughs> I think this was actually the first time that I ever asked an employee if they had a particular bourbon. Yeah, like you know, it, it wasn't Blanton's, it wasn't Weller Twelve, it was Four Roses Single Barrel Barrel Strength, or that's not even how it's said. Four Roses yeah. Single Barrel. They're like what? Whatever. And, and no, the guy that I asked knew what I was talking about. He was okay. like, "We actually just ran out." <laughs> So that tells you a good deal about like what the market was like around this time. I was going to say that's another good example of something that like stuff would hang around for a little bit. And you could like if you heard that it came in, you You probably take your time. Yeah, you could probably make it over there to get it even a few days. Now it's another bottle that like you rarely see them. And when you see them, they're gone. And this I mean, this was not that long ago. This was like 2015, 2016. Yeah. So. I mean, seven or eight years ago. Yep. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. So like we said, these are our two favorite uh, recipes of Four Roses up to this point. That might change after having had all of these side by side. But I'll say this. Even though we prefer uh, OBSQ and OBSF over the E's, I don't know if I like either of these better than I do my OBSO. No, I've, I've not. I'm neither... Neither one of those have hit something that's like, oh, well, this is my new favorite or yeah. whatever. So this is the E, right? Yeah. Tasting taste note, uh, rich fruit and vanilla on the E, and the B, rich fruit and spice. You know, before you smell it or anything, no, I'm not going to say anything. Don't. Just smell it. 
And I'll tell you, I know why this is my favorite. This. It's like straight up French vanilla, dude. This is so ice creamy. Yes. And it it borders like almost like a vanilla with like strawberry syrup. This to me is one of the closest things to like if Four Roses had a weeded. I completely agree. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always I've always said that. <laughs> See, dude, that's just that is that tastes like a weeded bourbon. I mean <laughs> that beats all four of the ones that we've already had. Blows it so far out of the water. It's crazy the difference. That's a complete game. I wouldn't even think that that was from the same distillery. That's how different they are. That's I love that. Oh one my so gosh, that is so good. Whew. All right, I'm back in. I was starting to get worried. Oh, <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh boy. This is yours. OBSO. I don't, and I don't have OBSO very often. The last bottle of OBSO that I had was from the Merrick Inn. Oh, that was good. Um, I remember that. That was an amazing, amazing bottle. Rich fruit and spice. Yep. It's Richie, boy. That's a Richie Rich. (laughs) It's crazy. It is crazy the difference these two are compared to the other ones. Like they were so like mild and kind of like a little bit of spice on like some of the beef. They're different animals. Holy crap, dude. That's a rich. That's like if you have chocolate on chocolate on chocolate and it's like you know <laughs> when fudge. you have a when you have a brownie or something and, <laughs> yeah. and you do the whoa, that's rich. Yes. <laughs> that's what it smells like. Dang. And it tastes like it too. Oh. That's a sweet tooth, man. That's chocolate. And then that's a sexual chocolate. I feel like I feel like we're going to be different on these because I think you're going yeah. to keep yours. I'm going to I'm keep gonna, mine. I can't. I but can't change. These are far superior than the the other four that Dude. we've got. That's so good. That's a that's I'm, a rich chocolate brownie right there. I'm sticking with the B, man. And I'm sticking with the E just because I <laughs> I love weeded bourbon. I love my strawberry and vanilla, and that's what it is. So what have we learned about ourselves up to this point? We're the same. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. We've stayed the same. <laughs> We've learned that we are consistent. Now let's see. What if they were like, all right, Tim Bip, y'all get to blend an OESO and an OBSO. <clears throat> if I had a prediction, I think this is going to taste like chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Okay. That's my... That's what it smells like. <laughs> oh, it smells like chocolate ice cream. It smells like a Sunday to me. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. That should be a thing. That why is that not a thing? We just did the fusion dance. Mm-hmm. And with our powers. Oh, we're fat guy. We, we're definitely bad. <laughs> I was looking at the camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're dead. I was trying to look. No, I was trying to look at that and do it right. Yeah. This That's is great. Right. We'll try again in thirty minutes. Ugh. Um, this is 
I think I like this even better than the two of them individually. This is the total package for sure. <laughs> Holy crap, man. I'm curious to see if anything is that unique. I'm telling you, those or good. Those O's are o, just always a, the best yeast strain yeah. so far. Now we're on to the K. The uh, OESK is a baking spice and light oak. So we're going. We went from rich and all that to now bacon we're rich. in the the, the baking, the baking, and the OBSK is rye and baking spice. Yep. This is so cool. I'm so happy we get to do this. This is one of those things where I was like, we're never going to be able to do that. You know? The fact that I just saw that on an email was mind-blowing to me. But then, of course, like, that same day that I saw it on that email, I <laughs> went into Liquor Barn. And it was there. And it was there. Of course. Now, to be fair, it was like $15 more expensive than what I got it for. But, but still, still. <laughs> like, I really thought that they were less available than apparently they were. Oh, no. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen. Eric's made a face. I don't like that nose on the OESK. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, it it mm. smells sour. Kind of smells like a like a barn. Or a farm. Sour, uh, wet hay. Kinda, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Tastes like it, too. No, 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 no. That's not good. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Whew. Not a fan of that one. No. Four Roses, love you to death. <laughs> That's the first one that we've outright been like, I don't think so. The B is a little better. I think the spot. But it's still got that underlying, it's underlying sour. thing. It's a sour, a wet, a wet sour. It may taste worse. I don't know. I don't like either one of these. I don't think it tastes worse. I think it tastes on par with uh, with the E. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they're. I think I they're equally. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be nice. They're equally good. <laughs> like they, they both have about the same level of quality to them. So far, this is my least favorite, like, pairing. Ugh, I got a ring for last. Oh, K's not good. Actually, I like the blend of them better than I do. Yeah, I definitely like the blend better than I do the individual. You know what's funny? This, <laughs> I had a second where I felt like I was on a barrel pick. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's a podcast. <laughs> right, you know what? Let's mark this one off the list. Yeah. We're going to move on. Let's narrow it down. Does everybody the... agree? We can take we, we can, can take, take seven and eight off the table. 
I liked your oh. little method there. That was... The V strain. On the E, our tasting notes are delicate fruit and caramel or caramel, however you like to say it. And on the B, delicate fruit and rye. So rye and caramel. Now, what we were saying before, too, about OBSV being the most common uh, profile that you're going to get from Four Roses, every, yeah, 100 proof single barrel that you see on the shelf, the brown label is going to be OBSV. Um, I have always really loved when they're at barrel strength, too. Yeah. Like, consistently, oh, I have not had a bad OBSV single barrel pick. If I don't see OESO, I'm looking for OBSV barrel strength. I think I'm in the same boat, honestly. I think the... Um, I think... I feel like the... You know the infamous Lexington bottle, the the Royale? Oh, yeah. I think that's a OBSV. Okay, we're back. We're back. That's that smells yes! like a Worth- okay. that smells like a Worthers. <laughs> they're I mean they're they are spot on on the notes that that is caramel, a caramel. Dang man. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that nose is so good. But there's a there's a like a baking spice thing going on too. I would say kind of confectionery. I was going to say there's almost a savory like. Oh, there definitely is. Yeah. Some kind of like salty, even, I mean, you said baking. I might say a little bacon. (laughs) Bacon and caramel. Oh. Oh, that's good. That is, that's a dangerous pour. If it, if you had that at barrel strength, that's dangerous. I'm getting like like a mint punch on the back end. I just get all it's it's caramel, savory. <laughs> you kind of looked like you were having a an episode for a second and. Like as you started like leaning, oh yeah, like, <laughs> like your brain just cut off and <laughs> my brain did cut off. And uh, if you watch my my new uh, uh, review pairing thing, like I did have an episode where I forgot what I was saying and I just stopped, but I don't edit it, so it just looks like I just freaking Mitch McConnell or whatever. <laughs> All right, you said it. I was I was not going to, but <laughs> it does. It looks like it. Look, man. Regardless <sighs> of your politics. That's one of the scariest things is watching Dude's that gotta retire. happen. I but it's he just like, now. Yeah, and and like I don't know, man. Like I, and I don't care who you are, like you should be worried about a person if something like yeah. that happens. Yeah. Like that's terrifying. Dude. Anyway, this <laughs> sorry. OBSV though. That smells okay. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that smells so good. <sighs> All right. That is, I will say, the more the more I talk it talk about it and I think about it, the more it makes so much sense because that is the most complete 
special bourbon nose. Like if you think of bourbon and you're like vanilla, you're like oak, you're like yeah, whatever caramel baking spices. That's the most solid bourbon nose. It's the first one that feels like a limited edition pour. Yeah. And it's the first one where I'm really getting barrel char on the nose. Like it really smells smoky. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's the most oak note I've got out of anything. That's just mm. classic bourbon. That is your classic special oh. bourbon. A little burst of red fruit midway through the palate, too. A lot of brown sugar. That's freaking awesome. That's just classic. But like you said, a special allocated whatever. That's the that's the one that just is like this is a special bourbon. Yeah. There's no you're not getting you know, I'm not getting a little Debbie note. I'm not getting like the pop tart note. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is the quintessential bourbon right here. Yeah. Special bourbon. OBSV. I mean. I here's here's where I start to run into trouble. <laughs> I don't know if this is like if I'm just trying to stick to my guns or what, but I don't know if it's enough to dethrone OBSO for me. No, because I look at something I'm looking a little bit more unique. Yeah. I'm looking for that, oh, this is a a rye bourbon, but it tastes like a weeded bourbon. Like to me, that's I love that. Yeah. It's got the sweet, it's got the strawberry and all that. But it's on a different scale to where you're like, oh, this is like, I love too. I like a bourbon that's like, you're drinking classic bourbon. You're drinking, yeah. like if somebody wants to know what Kentucky bourbon is, they've had Texas whiskey, they've had scotch, they've had horrible, you know, hidden stuff from a hidden barn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all the pretense fell away in that very moment, folks. Uh, you saw that happen in real time. And you wanted, where you decided that you were just not gonna yeah. try to coat and it. And you just wanted to pour a glass of like <laughs> this is a special Kentucky bourbon OBSV. And I have plenty. The thing is, I have a lot of those. Though. Oh man, that's so good together. Sorry. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's great too. I, I still think O is my favorite. My yeah, favorite this, yeast strain for sure. This this has definitely confirmed to me that OESO is my favorite. Oh, it's confirmed to me that OBSO is my favorite. Um and definitely OBSV is my second. I think OBSV is my second as well. I, it sounds very like I don't know expected. Yeah. But I mean, we kind of set it up though because we told them what we liked, and then we we're like, OBSV, we've had some good ones on that. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, somebody else could have this and be like, OESQ is my favorite, and then they kind of say the same thing. So, like, I think it just shows that we've kind of not, you know, we're consistent with our four roses. Yeah, oh, absolutely. If you had to choose one to like, say you could never get OESO again. What would be your next go-to? OBSV. Okay, sorry. After OBSV is gone to... Sorry. 
Um, I'm taking the K's out completely. K's, I don't even care. Um, which, which one was the? Um, I think it would have been OBSQ. I think so too. I, I mean, I would even consider OESV. These were not bad. The first four were not bad. No, they were very mild, though. Yeah, I, I it really ramps up and then slams on the parking brake <laughs> with with the K's, yeah. and then goes zero to sixty for the the V's. Somehow, yeah, I don't know how, but man, I'm so happy we got to do this. This was like an exceptional experience. I mean, even with stuff that we didn't like as much i mean like now i know you know now i have the definitive answer to what my favorite recipe of four roses is how much you don't have to say how much you paid for it but if you if they said you know what we're going to make this but we're going to make it in a uh a 350 like a three seven five? Three seven five, sorry. Everyone else three seven five. What would the price be, you think? Like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> would you do it though? I would consider it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the unfortunate part. Is I'm like a sucker for it. Like, eh, maybe. <laughs> Having gotten to experience it this Your way. Mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Separate hotel rooms. <laughs> All right. Now that we have that, out of the way is not the right no, phrase. No, that we've experienced, experienced that. that yeah. uh, we're going to kick things up a notch uh, and go to the 135th anniversary limited edition small batch <laughs> from Four Roses. Um, I, hope, I hope me or April wins the right to buy this. I, how many times did you sign up? Twice? Yes. I did twice as well. Well, I didn't have anybody else that was over the age that I could put in. I was like, can I put my daughter? And but my you can son? you can still use like your name. Oh. You just got to have different emails. Do I still have time? Probably. I've got a Whiskey Mutant email and a personal email. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. Okay, I might have to make one more. Um, Look at <clears> this. A beautiful Glencairn with the Four Roses logo. This is one of my new favorite Glencairns I want to just showcase the box because <clears> the box actually shows you like the information on that it's focused now i mean that's so cool like not only do they put a letter in there but they put the box they put it on the box so you can just set it up like this and just look at it oh my god all right <laughs> recipe one <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you not know that? I have not looked at any of this. Oh, really? No. Okay, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, I want to read the little insert that comes with this, uh, like from the desk of Brent Elliott. Uh, it's that exciting time. It up for us. Yeah, please. It's that exciting time of year again at Four Roses when we release our annual limited edition small batch bourbon. This year, we are celebrating our 16th limited release, as well as an important milestone, our 135th anniversary. Every year when we share our limited edition small batch bourbon, I get to reflect on what sets us apart from the rest, uh, which are our 10 recipes and our commitment to creating quality bourbon meant to be sipped and enjoyed amongst friends and family. This year, more than ever, 
On the heels of our first brand refresh in nearly two decades, the care our team puts into each bottle is particularly top of mind. We hope you can feel our long-lasting passion with every sip. I am excited to share this year's unique blend of four exceptional batches that have been hand-selected and contribute to the rich and complex flavors of this bourbon. We hope that you enjoy this bourbon as much as I enjoyed making it. We're thrilled to have you be one of the first to give it a try. Cheers, Brent one Elliott. The first. Why don't you go through the uh, the ingredients? This is new here. to me because I've not looked at any of this. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. In order, what I think is special here. OESV, which was the one we didn't like the most? The uh, K. K? K. Okay. Yeah, K. OESK, there's a 14-year yep. in here. OESV, there's a 12-year. Then he went OESV again for a 16-year. So that's good. We both loved OESV. And then he said, let me come out of swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Recipe one, a 25-year OBSV. Now, 25 <laughs> years of OBSV. So, first of all, of course, we love OBSV, as we've discovered uh, more and more as time goes on. Um this is the oldest Four Roses that has ever been put into a blend and that we've ever been able to try. 25-year-old OBS. 25 years old. Back in 2019, I think it was, um, I got to interview Brent Elliott. It was a really good episode if you want to go back and listen to it. And it was right around the time that that year's small batch le was coming out <clears throat> i can't remember if this made it onto the episode or not but i got to try the individual components of that year's. what went into that blend which year was that it year 2019 i have the 19 over do you there. really yeah i have 19 20 nope sorry take that back i have 22 21 and 20. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But I think I have a sample of it. <coughs> I do have a sample of it. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Do you know where it is? Yeah, it's right over there. I have 16, 17, 18, and 19. Dang! Seven. Yeah. Shout out to uh, our boy Dexter. Oh, snap. Of course Dexter has all those. Um, when he was, uh, was kind of moving away from his um, place at Merrick, uh, he... He had some bottles of his own that he was sampling out, and I got some uh, LE, an LE flight from him. So, so yeah, I have that one. So, it's up to you. I think we got to focus on I think this. we got to focus on this. This is exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had enough bourbon at this point. All right. All right. Let's see what it smells like. Let's cheers before we even smell it. Like, Smell it and tell it. Sure. Did we just go into Cracker Barrel? Because I smell gravy. I smell biscuits. 
and I smell strawberry jelly. This smells like gravy and strawberry jelly biscuits. Oh. And it smells special. Like, that's the main thing. It smells smells limited. (laughs) It smells like a limited edition, exclusive special bourbon. Yep. Um, Wow. It does. It smells like sawmill gravy, homemade biscuits, and strawberry jelly. And it smells special. I I don't I don't even really have tasting notes or nosing notes on it right now because I'm so blown away by how intensely rich and vibrant this is. It's all those V's. It's got to be the V's. It's got to be the V. <laughs> got to get that V. Dang, should, dude. Should we? Cheers again. Cheers again. Now we can. Dink it and sink it. Um, this is special. <laughs> this is real special. All oh, the finish. Oh my god, I hadn't even got to the finish when I said that. Oh, that strawberry biscuit, man. The finish is great. The whole thing's great, but like there's something on that finish and it it turns into like savory. It's like a salty I don't even know, some kind of salty candy with like a sweet filling. I want to say this. <laughs> the only other time Let him cook. Let me cook. That I have had a reaction to a bourbon like this was when we had the Wilderness Trail eight-year rye bourbon. I'm having that same like intense emotional connection to it where I'm like, this is what I have wanted every sip of bourbon to taste like. And And it reminds me why... I started loving bourbon in the first place. Why I started doing a podcast about it in the first place. It just brings, it's the same way I felt about the, the wilderness trail eight year high rye bourbon and the same feelings that I was getting with the makers Mark seller aged earlier today. This is not only a game changer for people. This will make you feel like the missing piece of the puzzle has been found and it's complete. So if you're watching the video version and you saw me put my finger up and start to say something and then I just (laughs) I said exactly what you were thinking. (laughs) Because I was getting ready to say this is the epitome of what a special Kentucky bourbon should taste like. And you just kept saying it over and over. What's special about bourbon? What's special about this? Like there's not like a weird, unique note that just like Oh, Eric loves, you know, weird stuff or whatever. This is oaky, sweet, and just special. 
You know what I mean? It's and so like, and special. Yeah. I put my finger up there and I started just wagging. He just I was wagged. wagging around. <laughs> and I was agreeing with everything because I was getting ready to say, this is what's special about bourbon. This bourbon sticks its middle finger up to Texas whiskey and scotch <laughs> and all that stuff and says, this is the whiskey. And I stand by that. And I, you can clip that and post it all day long. This is the best bourbon we've had all year. No doubt. I mean, with without question, not only is it the best bourbon we've had all year, it's the best new release that we've had all year. I mean, Four Roses L.E., always is great we love it didn't we we said our, it was it's almost our favorite or has been our favorite but like it's always so close it's always got just that little something is missing I don't, <laughs> and it's not like they can always put 25 year obsv into a recipe and maybe that's the key though but i think it just needs something older to really help round out what makes it special? Not, I mean, not only is this the best thing that we've had this year, this is the best four roses I've ever had. I thought that 20 year. <laughs> 20 year, Al Young, um, the single barrel limited edition they did mm. uh, a while ago was incredible as well. I mean, there, there are some fantastic products out there. Man. But like far and away right now, <laughs> I'm rocking the baby right now. Um, it's I gotta get it. I gotta get a bottle. Of I have to. I mean, th this this is it, man. Dang. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I haven't had a second sip yet. <laughs> I think I had a second sip. What no, if I go back for the second sip and know, I'm like, that's trash? You know, I hate losing the lottery to. I never, I never, I never, never get, I never get like actually upset about losing oh. those lotteries. I'm going to be upset this year if I don't get this bottle. I'll be waiting on the road down Lawrenceburg. My God. Mm, so good. When we started getting samples for the podcast, <laughs> take it back. Way back, I don't, I don't even remember what the first sample was that we got. I had this vision of like being able to go back and and look at all the samples because I like typically we'll save samples like this that get sent. Yeah, because we'll I go year uh, year end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or or just to be able to like go back and look right. at it, and you know, part of it is the the collector in me especially to be like this is something that not many people have mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and, and it, like there's no like actual value to it other than for me to just look back on it and be like that was really nice that i got that Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> you know but this again just brings me back to like those old feelings of why I love bourbon in the first place. And and it's and it's not to get drunk or have access to special bottles. It's just having something that I really enjoy. This interaction, right? This here. exact experience 
of just being like, that is so good. Like there, I, I think that the more that your vocabulary grows as a bourbon drinker and the more things that you have to try, the less like, likely you are to say things like, I've never had anything like that before. Yeah. I've never had anything like this before. Did we even say the proof? Uh, no, we did not. This is barrel strength. <laughs> 112. I, <laughs> it doesn't need any more. Huh. It doesn't need any more. Uh, it doesn't need any less. That's crazy. I think it's perfect the way it is. That's crazy. Um, Dang, man. 20 out of 20. I'm saying it. Okay, here's 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 I'm where we, I want to I talk about it for a second. The price is $200. Yeah. That's cheap for this. Actually, yeah, you're right. It is cheap for that. This <laughs> it's is, a this 20 is out a, of 20. <laughs> this is a $300 bottle of bourbon. Oh, my gosh. If if somebody put two, if I had the money and it wasn't going to affect my bills and all this, and if I had $400 extra and somebody put two of them in front of me and said, you can have both of these for MSRP, I would say, here's $400. And then I would give one to you. And say I'd pay you back. I would say you don't have to pay me in money, but you can do some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to leave Pete over here? Yeah. <laughs> Tell Pete to do his thing. Um, no, but I'm just saying, like two hundred dollars to me. If you get it for that, if you win the right to buy it at Four Roses and you get charged two hundred dollars, you're getting a steal. It was almost that price for the single barrel 20 year that I have. It was like 190 or something, 180. This is a still at $200. This is one of the few bottles that I would say is worth more than $200. I need this so bad, dude. <laughs> well, you got this much. 2020, left. 2023 has broken my bourbon budget. <laughs> Didn't break mine. I stopped buying. Well, now that's I'm true. ready to go. That's well, I just mean I'm ready like, to I... whip out all my extra money. <laughs> it's just one of those years where it's like things kind of keep popping up. Like I gotta have that. I need that. I really <sighs> want a bottle of that. Like it just anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, hundred percent of twenty out of twenty to for the sake of the show. Nose. Smells oh, amazing. Oh, five. nose palette finish on prices each category. Uh, final scores out of 20. Yes. Nose, phenomenal. Smells like a special bourbon. It smells like Cracker Barrel to me. Not the gift shop part of Cracker Barrel, but when you sit down and they're giving all the food out. Um, palette, just like Perry said, it's a special bourbon. It's got everything classic bourbon needs, but it amps it up to like the allocated like special release and you know it's special when you taste it the finish is phenomenal um it's only what do we say 112 proof yeah yeah it it drinks the the finish is like a almost like when you have a and i'm sorry if you've not experienced this but when you have a hazmat older bourbon that's special the finish is like a different experience. It's like hazmat. Yeah, like like a WLW. Oh, I thought you meant okay. I thought what you meant was like a twenty year old hazmat. No, no, no. I was like, 
that exists. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying when you when you have a a special hazmat bourbon, the finish is not what you think. It's not like a finish that's going to like blow your chest and belly out. Yeah. It's like a very like special. It's almost like a it eases you into it. It doesn't just hit you really fast. It's like the flavor just keeps going and going and going. And this is not hazmat. This is far from it, but it has the same experience to me. Yeah. You get it and you're like, oh, okay. And then it kind of sits there and then it a little bit more. Oh, there's a little <laughs> bit of that gravy. There's a little bit of that biscuit. Um, and then it just keeps going. The finish just keeps going and going and going. And I usually only <laughs> get that with like a hazmat. I've like, never sat like this on the podcast before. <laughs> it looks like I'm presenting. Yeah, I mean, I'm you're sorry. ripping that dick out right now. <laughs> um, I'm just... I. There's a part of this, too, that is, like, so relaxing. Yeah, it is relaxing. I think that's what it is. The finish is not like a punch you in the gut or the chest. It's a very, like, just ease back. The finish is just going to, like, it's going to relax you. It's going to just go over and over. And the price, like I said, like, $200 is a lot. And I've... I've went on and on and on for the past couple of months about prices of bourbon and stuff. But this is something that is worth the price. I would pay extra for this. I would buy two at MSRP. Like, I can't say anything bad about this. There's nothing I can say bad about this. Only I'm, that I wish there was more. Only that I probably won't get one unless I <laughs> pay secondary. Yeah, that's the only bad thing. But talk I mean, to your rich neighbor. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> um, but I'm full of ideas. Uh, yeah, but they're like, not all good. But if if it's presented in front of me at the price they want us want us to buy it at, this is a twenty out of twenty. It is. It's a yeah. twenty oh, I out of twenty. Agree. Uh, and just you know, really past like <clears throat> the quality of of this bourbon <clears throat> and i mean it, it is a very high quality product the experience of it i think really is what sets it apart for me mm -hmm. more than anything so like i would love to share this with somebody oh absolutely like i'm going to enjoy it but this is something i want to have on hand just so i can share it with somebody so who knows what happened I don't know. I hope to get one. I'll if if I have the money, I will pay extra for this. Maybe I'll win the lottery to buy it. Maybe I'll win the lottery. Maybe you'll itself. win the lottery, and, and you can then just... I can buy us all bottles. <laughs> What's the first bottle of bourbon you would buy if you won the lottery? Um, right now, it's this one. But <laughs> yeah, but if it, like I could just type in something and they had it. Mm, probably the first like cheesy gold foil, the first ever, mm. ever. Mine would be Turkey One Hundred and One. <laughs> just buy, you buy it. you buy a whole supply of it. <laughs> yeah, a uh, lifetime supply. Lifetime supply. I, of I, I actually don't know what mine would be. I I you put, me on, you put me on the on the spot, and I just thought like, well, you imagine the first one, but it was it was the bottle that Jimmy Russell had that he didn't like give to anybody like yeah, yeah, his yeah. personal one yeah. he's like this is the best one ever i've i you know we we get the chance every now and then to try like 
pre-prohibition bottles. I would want that, but at cast strength. Just a barrel. Because that's something I've never gotten to try before. You know, we, we're always getting 80, 86, 90, 100, but we never get barrel proof pre-prohibition bottles of bourbon. Yeah. So I Or would, you could I look into the future and it was a 25-year-old barrel strength turkey 101. A 25... A 25 year, but it can't be barrel strength. And you know what I mean? <laughs> it's barrel proof wild turkey, 25 yeah. year old. Um, set in the corner that Jimmy just loved it's on. Been letting sit. Yeah. Uh, get this. Just get it. <laughs> just get it. If you see it, buy a bottle. If you see it and you don't want it, buy a bottle for a friend. I mean, if you see it and you don't want it bought for me, I'll pay you back. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, that's what I mean. If you don't even like me, you can buy it and I'll pay you back the money. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. I mean, there's so many different ways to go about friends. All right. Well, um, we're going (laughs) to move on from there. We have a barrel ring this week. Oh, let's hear it. That is uh, a thing that we do on this show where you can call a phone number, and that mm-hmm. phone number is 859-428-8253. And uh, you can be on the show. Yeah. We'll play that voicemail here on the show. And here's the thing. I, you know, I, I think what keeps people from calling in it's me. Is stage fright. It's me, isn't it? It's not you. Okay. It's stage fright. And I, I, I understand, but here's the thing. We're all it's fine. Just trying. Man. We're just trying. Just okay? have fun. Just you have fun. Whatever you just want have fun to. with it. Maybe we can edit it out later. Like if you say too many Absolutely. If you say fuck. <laughs> he can edit it out. If I've already said that and we don't want to go over our limit, he can edit it out. <laughs> don't worry about it. Thanks. Thanks for the reassurance there, yeah, homie. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean surely you've listened to that a brief history of Tim Bip episode where Todd called in drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. And I hope you have. I had it all that together. That yeah. was a, a great time. So just do it. Get on there. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have a guess as to who <laughs> sent in this one? <laughs> Bill. Wisconsin Bill beer lover. What's going on, boys? This is Bill. Yeah. I, I am at Panera Food, oh. or Panera Bread, um, getting me something to drink, and I got to thinking I should give you guys a ring. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about something that just came out from Driftless Glen. Now, they are one of my favorite distilleries in Wisconsin. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this next release. Uh-oh. It is bourbon that has been finished in barrels that previously held vanilla extract i mean now this ain't no good times kind of thing going on here but i'm a little sketched out by this so um i'm gonna be up in that area this weekend i am gonna give that thing a try and i am gonna hope that it is not the abomination that it sounds like uh anyways um hope you all have a great day a great weekend this is my kids first day of school so we are officially back on school schedule which is nice nice to have some structure in our lives no. and uh yeah look forward to 
hearing the next episode. Talking to you guys soon. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you, too. Love you, bro. Love you, boys. Love, love you, bro. bro. That's what happens when you try to say boys and love or you, bro like in the same cheeseburger. That's just freaking fantastic. All right, nice. bye. I don't know. Something about Texas? You were talking too much. I know. <laughs> he started saying love you, so I felt like I had to say it back. So yeah, this new Driftless Glen. Why is that sound bad? In, I don't I, I think it just is that it sounds weird. Okay. It's unexpected. That's fine. It's not 25-year-old OBSV for no, the four it's roses. Not. But it's a brand that we know puts out good stuff and they did something where Good Times is a brand that just does that shit all day long and you're and we've seen videos of them doing whatever. This is a brand, and they said, "You know what? Do you do you think people who uh, went to um, what's the what? Oh my God, my brain is farting. Bell Mead. What's the what's the distillery? Greenbrier. Yeah, yeah. They do the honey thing all the time. Do you think that if they did like a vanilla extract barrel, that nobody would be lined up on the edges to get it, and people wouldn't be making videos and?" And Instagram lives about it? No, because they're a brand they trust. All right. I'm going to propose a topic for next week's episode. Okay. That way we can have time to think about it and we can come back with some some ideas. Okay. And we're going to be asking the question, has finishing gone too far? Okay. I already know the answer. For my, we'll my see. Answer. We'll my see. I, I think answer. that there's. I think that there are two very distinct sides to this. Maybe three. Yeah. So three next. My other bourbon. Because he does that all day long. Um, I'm jealous of him. I'm not gonna. Uh, not gonna lie. Not that jealous of him. Um. But I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like if a brand like Driftless Glen does that, that you shouldn't think it's going to be an abomination. Because that brand is trusted. Yeah, and yeah, I, I can com- I completely and agree I'm with that. I'm kind of curious, and I kind of want it. Here's here's where I think part of this conversation starts to take shape, and it it it's a weird, it's it's kind of a weird thing to posit, but at some point you do have to ask yourself, like, what would you think about a big brand like Four Roses? coming out and being like yeah we finished this in vanilla extract barrels i want it because <laughs> i know the bourbon is already yeah, good I, I get that i get that but i i just do i don't I know like, if it's do i like finishing no i'm over it and that's a preview for next week but if i trust the company that's doing it i'm probably going to give it a shot yeah so i'll end it there so we can have a conversation for next week yeah there's more to that Bill, give me a second. High proof hot takes. Anything that you got on your mind that you're feeling particularly spicy and saucy about? Um, no, it's it's been the same stuff. Somebody yelled at me in the parking in garage. The parking lot, not the garage, <laughs> but the parking lot. They were like, "That's so stupid." They were like, so far away, and I just decided to go ahead and pull out. And they yelled at me like. Slow down. Like like I had pulled out in front of them. I had plenty of time. I'm like, what? And it made I I just slammed my brakes and I was like, what'd you say? And they just kept going. It's yeah, it's parking lot. Calm down in the parking lot. Everybody just calm down in the parking lot. 
That's it. Yeah. Um, stop tailgating me. <laughs> oh. Stop tailgating you got me. A bumper sticker? No. Okay. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a bumper sticker guy. Do you know how unsafe it is <laughs> to just get feet away from somebody in front of you? I have a toddler. Like he's got a baby on. I've board. got a baby on board. Please be careful. <laughs> you don't know who's in the vehicle in front of you. If I suddenly have to stop, she's going to receive the first part of the impact. Yeah. Not me. No. Her. Her. Don't tailgate me. It's easy. That's it's it. an easy part of driving. You don't have to go that fast. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That's it. That's a good point. I'm done. Okay. Uh, tips and bits. I'm going to give you the floor because you have something you really want to talk about. Yes. This week. Um, I'm going to say anime to live action adaptations do not have a good record. As far as like yeah. good. There's not been a lot of good. I ones. mean, the last one that we really talked about was Cowboy Bebop and that was not. It was a failure. So, as of right now, One Piece live action on Netflix has been released. And if you've not been watching us or seen posts from me, you've not noticed that I wear One Piece shirts all the time. I'm, I've watched the anime ever since it came out in America. There's currently a 1,700 and... No, 1,000... <laughs> And 77 episodes out now, not counting movies. I've watched them all, and I love it. It's one of my favorite animes, so I was very nervous when they said they were going to do a live-action One Piece. But I started getting a little hope because the creator and writer of the original anime and manga was part of the production, and he... He would watch it and he would say they needed to reshoot or he did not let them put stuff out until it met his like expectations. And I am happy to say after the first four episodes, there are eight in the first season, that this is probably one of the best anime to live action adaptations. Let me ask you something. Ask me. How do I want to how do I want to phrase this? Do you think that the worst part of the adaptation is the guy that they got to play Usopp because I don't think that he's as good as the actual Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I've seen six of the eight episodes. <laughs> That's fair. I started binging it yesterday. Holy crap. I'm having so much fun with it. That's a good point. I haven't even told you this yet. No, we have not talked about it. I, for, for a long time, I would read when I had a subscription to Shonen Jump. Uh, I would read one piece off and on. Mm. Uh, I, I've seen a few episodes of the, the anime. Um, not nearly as much as you have, of course. Um, but it's always been one of those that's like stuck in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, and uh, like enough to to where I was sitting there going like, oh, they got it. Yeah. 
they really got it. But Usopp okay. is I'll give you that one. horrible. I'll give you that one. He's the worst part of the show. I'll give you that one. A character who is supposed to be over the top and goofy and like they they just like completely gloss over his like um I what what compulsive lying. Yeah. Like it just is like, oh yeah, he does that, but we don't really make a big deal out of it. But that's like his character trait yeah. in the early parts of the story. Oh yeah, it's a big deal. And that's the thing, that's the big difference is it's this is a, a thousand plus episode anime, which yeah. the first parts take place over like thirty to forty episodes, and they're they are having to compress it down. Yeah. So there are things like Zoro and Luffy's relationship does not feel as impactful in the adaptation as it does in the anime because you see them like form this like captain and vice captain relationship really early on. I I will I will say this though within the context of the show and and having seen a couple more episodes than you have you, you are literally like an episode away from that happening. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's not lost. It's just being done in a different context. Right. Right. And I get that. Like, I, I could totally see that because they have to do it in a different, like time frame and route than the anime. Yeah. They don't have that time. Yeah. I, 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 I know it's going to happen, but you know, when, when they're at a part in the live adaptation, like you, you kind of already felt it in that part in the anime, but that's beside the point because I understand they can't put that many things into an eight episode thing. Yeah. It kind of feels like right now what they're doing is taking, you know, like collected volumes yeah. of, of the manga and making that into one episode. Right. And I, I think as a, it, as you a, have to do that. Yeah. And I think as a whole, it's really working. It's, I, I mean, I, I love the guy that plays Luffy. Oh, I think Zoro is perfectly oh, adapted agree. to the to the even the screen. I was even worried about Nami because I was like, I don't Her know. Her boobs aren't big enough. Well, that happens. <laughs> that happens after the time skip, Perry. <laughs> we have time for that. There's a two year time skip. We have time for that. But she's great. I mean, like you you said, Uso, like, I'm not going to say anything, um, but I agree. <laughs> anything that has, hasn't been said right, already. Right, right. But Luffy, I just like... So good, man. Just like the creator said, like, he couldn't think of anybody better. That, ki that kid does it. Zoro does it. Freaking Sanji. <sighs> Nami. It's it's just like... And, and, and One Piece is such a wild and like weird animated manga drawn thing that you you would never think it would work. But they yeah. literally find people that look like these people. <laughs> they did. And if if like <clears throat> you're worried about like the weirdness factor not getting a proper seat at the table, don't worry. Episode two is oh my bonkers. God. Yeah. <laughs> it goes off the rails so quickly and is so it just buggy it is it is it's so the, buggy you know what you know what i think it it truly does feel like though is even though they use these kind of like hokey or cheesy camera tricks yeah. with it those are anime angles yeah they're they're manga oh, they're, angles and and, and that's, that's what helps like elevate it to this 
this fantasy level yeah. that other anime adaptations into live action have just not fully embraced. Yeah. And this does it. Yeah. This does it so successfully. The the whole thing of like it's such a trope. A character speaking and you only see them from like the nose up. Their mouth yeah. is cut off and like there's like a dark uh you know kind of like shadow around their eyes, top and bottom. They do that. Yeah. And they do it they do it good. really well. The whole it doesn't feel cheesy or or overly. It's such a beautiful produced. looking show. Oh, it's so colors pretty. and like characters. Oh, it's gorgeous actors are great. The sound effects are great. The music is great. Like I'm so happy. I was so worried when this was first announced, and I I did not watch any trailers. Like if you've listened, that's what I always say: no more trailers, no more previews, nothing. And I'm so happy. I've been dying to keep watching because like every episode I'm like, I'm just happy. Like I'm watching this and I know that it's not, it's not the anime, but it's staying true to the anime and everything looks like it. And they're compressing it in a way to where you can watch it in eight episodes. And I've just been, I've been so happy with this. Yeah. I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. I'm glad, I'm glad that I got to kind of, hide from you too that i had been watching it and yeah. i i kind of was like do i tell him ahead of time or but and 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 i have always just love and and there's something about the like childlike protagonist of japanese art yeah that i love yeah I, it's why it's why i enjoy goku as a main character and yeah it's just like Dragon Ball he's so like much. he's so like they're so similar <laughs> He's so just <laughs> like, so he doesn't care similar. what anybody's saying. He's smiling. He's like, I'm going to be the king of the pirates. And people are like, you're crazy. And he's just like, what? There's nothing. I can dream that. I can do that. I can I'll never the keep anybody the from their dream. Even, yeah. And he's like, he's not going to be the pirate that is like the, just goes and destroys things and still things. He's going to be, like he said, a different type of pirate. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of my favorite animes of all time. And I'm so happy that this live ad- adaptation has done it justice it's it, it's incredible um i i don't think that you even need to be a fan of the Mm-mm. anime no or manga i think you could to, enjoy this yeah i i think that it's it's very this is for anybody yeah it, it it's very accessible um I, I i don't really have anything else just because i've spent so much time i'm thinking so happy about it. that you liked it too <laughs> i feel so Dude, more relieved i've i've loved it i mean like I had to stop myself from watching it last night so it's I could go to bed. Fun, like next, like right now, it's like episode by episode by episode, and it's like a new thing. Like so far, like yeah, it's kind of like um, you know the the phrase is monster of the week. Yeah, kind like of thing. The like, new like the way here's that Smallville the new, yeah. was, the way that Buffy was. It's got that kind of vibe to it, but not in a way where it doesn't feel like the characters aren't progressing. Yeah, like there is a lot of growth and there is mm-hmm. a lot of story development that happens especially within the first six episodes yeah um and i i you know i've got two left uh to to go in the season um but it it yeah i'm i'm (laughs) i'm a really big fan of it dude and it, it makes me excited to go back and read the the manga again for the first time in i mean literally like two decades it's so good um I actually just bought. I saw on Facebook Marketplace somebody was selling the full collect. There, it was like a box set of every collected uh, edition of the original Dragon Ball yeah. manga. 
So I just was like, here you go. <laughs> I'm going to buy that. I, yeah. I'm going I'm going to buy that. It's my my favorite anime, my favorite manga. Yeah. And so I was yeah, I I couldn't say no. So I mean, I mean, got a place to display it. I'm in full like weeb mode. <laughs> At the moment. It feels good. I too. like it. But yeah, One Piece is uh, phenomenal. I feel like I had something else I was going to say about it, but I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Fun. Oh, you know what it what it was? Um, who's the who's the shark captain? Oh, for the shark pirates? Yeah. Who has the nose? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can't think. I can't remember off the top of my head. I, yeah. I think he looks a little weird, but I don't know how you would exactly well, ad- adapt that into live I think action. The thing, I think the thing that's different is in the anime, like he's got, he's a very like strong looking guy. He's tall. And he does, wide. he does look tough. He does he's look got tough, a real tough look about him. The thing about One Piece stuff is some of the characters look almost giant. Yeah, when you compare him to like Luffy and Nami and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but Buggy was nothing like he looks like. Well, I mean, not nothing, but he doesn't have the same like stature that he yeah, does. It's in the, the stature in the manga. Stuff. Yeah, it looks different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, good stuff, dude. Good stuff. I'm really I'm having a fun time with it. But I think that does it for this week. That's an episode. It was a huge episode. You know what else is huge? What we show on Patreon. Oh. If you want to go to patreon.com slash podcast, <laughs> you can subscribe and you can support for as little as a dollar a month. But at $5, you get all the bonus stuff. You yeah. get the extra stuff we do. You get this episode uncut. You can hear what we talked about when we took a break because we had just drunk through 10 recipes of Four Roses. Um, but yes, you get all the extra stuff, all the bonus stuff. That's where you get the most content. Patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe at the $5 tier. Um, if you want to send us a message, an email, ask us a question, anything like that, send an email to thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. If you want to get some merch, bourbonshop.threadless.com. If you want to get some Whiskey Mutant merch, that's where um, I got stuff like pair everything and pour overs and all that stuff, whiskeymutant.shopify.com. Um, it's myshopify.com what he said um if you want to go to social media you can follow the show at my bourbon pod you can follow perry at peter 1792 you can follow me at whiskey mutant um then go subscribe to the show uh go to youtube follow hit the bell like comment all that stuff you can get this episode video versioned on youtube um and then just tell people about us just you know who who would you like them to tell? You're looking at a listener right now in the face. I forgot a thing. Sorry. What? Uh, you should have reminded me. We have a new patron. I knew that. I was waiting for you to say it. Okay. Uh, well, you should have said something. Tell people about us. Tell your grandma. Tell your mommy, daddy, all that stuff. And yeah. Then, I would. What I would like for you to say to them is, for an hour a week, you get to listen to two best friends talk about a common love that they have, which is anime. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> We're pivoting to this is my anime podcast. Uh, Tim App. <laughs> Tim App. And whiskey. We like to drink whiskey and watch anime. Uh, no, but I mean, truly, like, you know, this friendship started with bourbon. And then everything else just kind of fell into place. And and that's been really fun to explore together. And and 
we get the chance to, you know, partially because we've committed to it and also because we just really enjoy each other's company. But like an hour a week, we sit down and we just catch up with each other and we drink through some really interesting, sometimes new products. Uh, Not always good, but sometimes they get the best possible score that they can get Yeah, uh, that we give. And uh, it's just... My elevator pitch is if you like to laugh and you like to learn, but you also like to feel like you're a part of the conversation. You're out here with us. This is my bourbon podcast is the show for you. Yeah. Ding. There it is. Clip it. Uh, Also, new patron at the $5 tier, tier, which means that they get all All the the beautiful bonus content. Uh, Early access to episodes, pregame chats, which come out before every single episode. Uh, and then a bonus thing that comes out every week yeah. as well. Uh, this gentleman has joined the the clan. We went through it together. It's Kirk Hudson. Kirk. Kirk, thank you so much for, for joining the Patreon, by the way. Did I tell you about the time me and Kirk were in a Naked and Afraid thing? Uh, no, you did not. Um, but I am ready to listen. So if you've ever done like a warrior dash or like one of those 5k's where you do all the stuff there's also one that you do like you're surviving so you have to find your own meat (laughs) so you know it's probably easier to do it with a friend so there was a like a naked and afraid meat off thing where we were um, we were alone like there was like 10 other people but we our love of bourbon and this podcast brought us together. We're like, oh, you, you like that and like that. I it's s- good to know that the community is so right. far-reaching. And they thought that we didn't have anything, but there are places to hide sample bottles. And Kirk had three hid. Um, so we had some great samples together. What was in there? So he had a Booker's Tank Batch. Naturally. He had a Buffalo Trace, Hancock's Reserve in there. <laughs> All the way, it was a Hancock all the way up in there. Um, and then he just had some Wild Turkey 808. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised that he didn't bring it the... Was a, it was an 808. I'm surprised he didn't bring the Wild Turkey cheesy gold oil no. either. No. You know? Okay. No. Well, fair enough. Anyway, we had some great samples that he had hidden. You know. Good man. Yeah. Good so, man. we went on a hunt together. Oh, you did something together. Yeah. We went on a hunt together. Um, we found milk, some, milk, lemonade. We have we found some squirrels. We found some pigs, and he actually took it upon himself to uh, get that meat with his bare hands. And then I cooked it because I, you know, I like to smoke the meats and all that stuff. Um, I mean, once you've had a man's anal samples, you you have to do something. Yeah, so for I smoked him. the Kirk's meat, and we shared it together. And then he said, "You know what? For that." $5 a month. I'm joining. You're a gentleman and a scholar, Kirk. Yeah. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> tank, tank batch. <laughs> really sorry that this story went on for so long. Uh, but actually, it's not really my fault. So <laughs> It's your fault. <laughs> Thanks for being here. And thank you so much for watching, listening, enjoying the show as you do every single week. It means the world to us. This has been a great episode. Uh, if you're here for the first time, too, hope to see you again next week. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm still in this bottle. This bottle of Four Roses. And this is my bourbon podcast. I'm Eric Whiskey. Are you already into the show? Mm-hmm.